today is December 12th. Welcome to another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we're with our special guest, Tony Armenta. We've talked about this guy since episode one. He's given us a handful of whiskey. I'm just proud to have him in the studio. Welcome, Tony. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so... Um, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I thought you were going to... Uh, it's not his It's not his thing, you he, know? He's he's a devoted listener, but um, he was a little reluctant, I, I want to say, at first. But uh, with what we're bringing to today's show, you know, it it's right up his alley. He's the centerpiece. Yes. We're talking about killing shit. So yeah, we're, oh, we're killing stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we were, go- you know, we missed a week of, of work, of, 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 of podcasting. Yeah, we, uh, we took a little hiatus. So after... Uh, Two weeks ago, our last episode, Sean gave me a call the next, the following day or two days after. It was like, hey, we got an open spot. Do you want to come to uh, West Texas and come hunt some sandhill crane with us? And it was just, it was quick. I asked the wife. She's had the meat before. And I think that's what really threw over the top and said, yes, go out there and get me some meat. Because she's really pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. And I got the okay. Boom. Monday night. We're on the road. Did we leave Monday night? Yeah, it was Monday yeah, at 7. Monday, Monday yeah, at 7. Monday night. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I had a first time hunt anything for me. Yeah, Paulo, Paulo's never loaded a gun before, and that was very apparent from oh, the first you, hunt day, but I we'll get done, to that. I haven't done anything. We'll get to that. The only thing I've done hunting-wise is wore, I wore camo. <laughs> and that was like, it was, uh, you know, coaching at San Inez is like, oh, I got all this camo gear right off the bat. Hats, shirts. Built it was, in. It's built in. It's built in. Like, it's... There's what three main colors at San Ynez. There's black, orange, white, and camo. Yeah. Or four. What was that? I don't know. Well, we don't really count the white. It's just black, orange, and camo. Because yeah. we do have black and orange camo. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. So we went on Hold My Whistle went on a hunting trip. Yes. yes it was did. a blast. And so uh, I acquired some camo gear here and there. I had to get like cold weather gear because West Texas and just even you know, getting out of California was super cold. Yeah, Paulo, Paulo's never really experienced that kind of stuff. Even I, other states. Well, cold, I'm not too worried. Like, I've been in snow in yeah. Tahoe, Reno area. It was chilly. It oh, was it was we got in to the zero degrees. low 20s a yeah. lot of time we were out there hunting. So, but was, when we were driving, was it New Mexico or was it Arizona when we got to zero? No, it was in New Mexico. Right as soon as the sun was coming up, oh, it was cold in New Mexico. And the sun was reflecting off the, the was, street and everything. You were, you were driving at that moment. Um, yeah, I was coming right over the hill. I mean, of course, Paulo was asleep for the 30th time of the trip. Well, it was the 30th time he ate also. <laughs> I, I made a couple pounds of uh, jerky. Very and good. And I was like, hey, I'm going to make some jerky for everybody. And don't get me wrong, Sean and Tony had some pieces of jerky, but I ate the shit out of it. Yeah, Paulo brings... If I made three pounds, I ate two and a half of it. Uh, yeah, that, that's, if... that's on the low end. Yeah, I, I gave them I... the Costco sample, and I, I ate think, the rest. I think I had like four sticks total. I had three. The fennel, the fennel was really good. And yeah, I was I, surprised. I took some chances. You know, I gave everything a little. I wafted my seasons seasonings, and I was like, you know what? I like fennel. I made some sausage, like some breakfast sausage, and fen- you know, fennel's great in it. So I was like, why not on jerky? Now it was a little tough to to chew up, but I think I could get some. Uh, you a little just, finer. Yeah, you just need to like grind and, it or something. But and then then at the you know now I'm into making jerky. I got a smoker. Yes. Electrical smoker. He acquired one. I'm excited about, you know, making an abundance of jerky. Would you say you have a plethora? A plethora. Of jerky? <laughs> a plethora. 
No, so, you know, we had some snacks, and yes, I slept most of the time. Tony's the first. Tony, you're a driving son of a gun. Don't ever let Paolo drive. He's terrible. Terrible. Oh, my gosh. How terrible. scary, uh, you know, on the way back was that. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to the, the way, way there. Back. You know, Tony does seven-hour shifts. Easy, right? You, 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 you we're, going to, some... we're going to kill shit. Yeah, you, well, get you were there. excited. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got some awesome rest in the back of your vehicle. Very comfortable. <laughs> Yes, I was. Seats were fully reclined. If you don't have a, if you don't have a Ford um, Expedition, Expedition, Max. I I highly recommend it. Oh, it's a vehicle. Long distance travel, you're gonna ride in style. And and you know, four wheel drive, towing package. I mean, you, it, but there's you, a lot of things that go off that you don't know what they are. <laughs> we funny. There's a lot of computers. Yes. Funny. A lot thing. of buttons. A lot of buttons. Speaking things of funny up. things with buttons, we were going. Where were we going the other morning? His hands start getting hot, and he realizes his steering wheel has a heater. Oh, he's shit. like, oh, real big-time heater. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. My what hands the, are clammy. He's all, what the butt button's that? He's all, my hands are hot. <laughs> and we turn it off, and his steering wheel cools down. He's all, that would have been fucking good to know about a week ago. I felt like Ricky Booby. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, God. So, yeah, we make, we start at 7 at night. We leave the valley. You know, we go south, and then we start cutting across to Texas. We break into Texas at what, what nine o'clock in the morning? No, um, a little bit later. Probably closer to noon. Was it that? Okay. Yeah, because probably closer to noon because we we stopped. I fell asleep again. Obviously, <laughs> there was I drove for about three hours. Three, at, as three, fast, as fast as I could. I'll give and you we, two. And we, I made at least two stops. Yeah, that's what I do. I go gas station. Great gas stations. That's something I. We never, didn't even hit the good ones. All subs. We did. We missed excellent we, gas stations. Oh, we didn't go to one. We didn't, 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 didn't have any where we were at. Oh. But I tell you what, the food and all subs, which good. Yeah, well, you can that, live off of that's it. That's one something that I haven't experienced really. When you got like three, re- like two fast food restaurants and a sit down country restaurant in a gas station, you I'm, know. I'm not gonna lie. Loves Ch- Chester's chicken. Chester's chicken was delicious. Was yeah, delicious. Awesome. delicious. Chicken and biscuit. That was really good. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna try it. That was funny though, because Tony's like, "Hey, Paul, are you hungry?" I'm like, "Yeah, I need a little snack." Me and Tony bought three tenders. And it came with a couple biscuits, right? And we we're going to share it. It was six tenders or nine tenders. Was it? Not? No, I think it was at least. It, 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 really, what? I had I two. Think, okay, yeah. So maybe he six. had two. You had, you had twelve. <laughs> so that's. Uh, I had about three ten. whole birds. <laughs> I got a whole chicken. No, but Sean said he didn't want any. Correct. Right. He just and I don't want a biscuit. What's the Sean do once we get in the car? He makes a fucking chick, chicken biscuit sandwich, and it was with, fucking delicious. Oh yeah, delicious. It was. It was super good. So good, I had to. Yeah, I definitely recommend taking road trips into the what, but, yeah, that was southwest to, of that was Tumancari, New Mexico, right? Yeah, Tumancari. Yeah, and we had to get out of there because it looked like it was going to start dumping snow, and that's a section of Highway 40 that if the wind kicks up, they're going to close it down, and you're stuck. So they'll once close it down, they'll close it down. We've yeah. been stuck in Tumancari. Yeah. Oh wow. So been there, done that. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are we, we going to do? Hang out at Chester's all day? <laughs> And watch all the weirdos come we'd into the gas station. Like, we'd look like creepers. The employees are the weirdest looking people at all those places. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't want to make fun of anyone too much. but You, you want to travel the Southwest simply because the gas prices are awesome. Oh, Sean, that, Sean is, <laughs> that's all he's paying attention to. Look at the gas prices here. Look oh, at the gas prices there. Yeah, so I, I got a rash of shit from my wife about that because I'm like, oh, you would not believe the gas prices. She's like, you're such a fucking nerd. You're like an old man. It's like, why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like, well, she's like, well, I'm you like, put a dot in the middle of your no, no. She, she's like, you would be paying attention to that. I'm well, all, I did. 
Because look at all. We, we saw it. One ninety nine was the cheapest. You know, one ninety nine. We're playing three fifty fucking once, for gas. Once we here. crossed the border, I was like, okay, I got the next round of gas. I was I was being that stingy. You know. Yeah. I was like, oh shoot, I better pay for gas before we get back into California too. Oh yeah. hell yeah. You yeah. Know? It was. Yeah, you know, you're filling up. I was on, like, <laughs> you're filling Sean, up twenty five gallons like, on fifty. Does twenty like the 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 low stuff? There's like the ninety two or whatever. I was it's, like, you know what? It's cheap enough. Boom, ninety two. I just did it. I always go medium. Yeah, I always yeah. go medium. But you know, I just was. It was that cheap. <laughs> yeah, when you when it you're only spending cheap. two and a, two and a quarter, it's it doesn't really matter what you're getting. Shit, we could have filled up a premium and still been doing pretty good. Right. But uh, I was really not impressed with the diesel prices. You know, no, I was really surprised. They were high. A lot of places, you know, uh, Texas was rather expensive. I thought for diesel prices, but New Mexico was on the cheaper end. But you know, there is nothing in New Mexico. Oh God, there's nothing in anywhere. I had no idea. Between- Bunch of old Mexicans in New Mexico. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so, if if you've ever traveled the Southwest, you get out of California, and then you have a whole lot of nothing for 800 miles, at least 800 miles. I mean, minute or um, Arizona's like 354, and New Mexico's like 365 or something like right around there, and it all looks the same, you yeah. know. And it's just, whoa! It's a good thing you, it's a good thing you do a lot of the drives at night. Like our favorite part of the drive to get rid of at night is the stretch from Needles to Kingman, and that is by far the worst stretch. How many times have you guys done a road trip like that? Two, three times together, or more? Twice. We've done it twice together. Yeah, twice. But I've done it. Oh man, twenty plus times. Okay. I've got family in Texas, like driving out there. Yeah. You get to go kill a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. So let's get into that. So we break into Texas. You know, hey, we stopped into Cabela's. And Outpost. They didn't have shit. They didn't have it. It was. I've been to two or three Cabela's, and I'm always impressed. I was not impressed with this Cabela's. People were nice. Yeah. Very hot, the hot, you know, well, hospitality. It's, it's Texas, right? They're People always nice in Texas. Super nice. Yeah. Y'all. And but, right when we got in, I stuck out like a sore thumb. I wear shorts everywhere. So did I. And everyone just looks down at my... I'm like, yeah, I got great calves. And I'm like, they're not paying attention to my calves. They're just looking at my shorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, you and, and I... I was looking at me, the little kids. The mamas are pulling their kids. Like, don't look at him. You He's know, a Californian. <laughs> you don't say the C word in Texas. Yeah. that That's a no-go. Oh, I stuck out. but And I walk in there and, you know, we go, it was a bathroom, a, bath, a bathroom break for us, really. And then we had to get potentially a license for me and whatever. But it was not... The best Cabela's. It was a quick. What'd you pick? You picked up some binoculars, right? Yeah, picked up some binoculars. Those came through too. Yeah, I, I didn't. Turns out we found his good one when we cleaned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cleaned out my garage. Yeah, um, my son stole it. He probably did. He probably snuck back in and uh, placed them somewhere. But you know, I, I really wanted to get a new Sitka article. If uh, anybody is interested in hunting attire, if anyone from Sitka is listening, yeah, you know, we are pro- we we are a Sitka show. Yeah. We will wear anything Sitka that you send. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Tony, Tony had uh, gifted gifted me a pair of grinders for Christmas. Well, you gifted me a beanie too. I did gift and you a I beanie. Was, so it's not like I was Sitka-less. Yeah. Um, the grinder pants are stretchy and comfortable and waterproof. Uh, wind windbreakers and extremely warm. So I highly recommend Sitka grinder pants to anybody. I am in the market for a Sitka Dakota jacket. Because it is insulated and waterproof. Yeah, I've also so, you know, Tony walked into my house for the first time in a while. Well, you came to pick me up and you had to use the pisser when, before we left. But you know, he sat down and since I've been come back from this trip, 
I just YouTube hunting videos. It could, it, I don't care what kind of hunting video it is. I've seen people, you know, try out gear. When Tony walked in, how to, to skin a, a deer, you know, Texas style without gutting it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that was interesting. I've never seen a deer. I'm, I'm watching bow hunts. I'm watching all kinds of things. I'm in the game now. I'm trying to live that lifestyle. Paulo's, Paulo's I'm trying to kill hooked. what I uh, eat, what I kill now. Well, you might go hungry. You know, I might be getting some squirrels. Is what might, <laughs> might be happening. What are you shooting it? What are you killing it with? <laughs> I got Lincoln's pellet gun. <laughs> you got a stick. Start beating him with it. Yeah. You better start trapping. Son. I'm hanging out with River, freaking hanging out by the fields when he gasses out the gophers. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but no. So we get into Texas. Um, we make we get you know check into hotel, and then we met maybe with Brett for a little bit. Brent. Yep. Brent Folks. Premier Sandhill Cranes. Great guy. Great guy. This guy awesome hunts. was amazing. First off, like you said, great guy. You know, we, we called him on the phone and he was just so juiced about oh, the he, setup for the first day. Oh, it was a wheat field. Yeah. Right. And, you know, when I got into Texas, it was, you know, like Sean told, told me how flat it was. Yeah. yeah. Paul, Paul did not see, believe yeah. this. Well, it's not. You, you hear it, and then when you see it, it's like, oh, my gosh. This is a whole bunch of land. It's vast, and it's just cotton fields, wheat fields. Milo fields. Milo and peanut. There's some corn. They have, do they have corn? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's for silage to yeah. feed cattle. Yeah. And so when we meet, you know, you get to meet Brett, and he talks about how excited he was, and he's like, hey, the first day we're going to be hiding in tumbleweeds. And, you know, I never met the guy and I'm just hearing him over the speaker and Jeez. just the enthusiasm, the setup, you know. Okay. Honestly, Paulo, did you think you could hide behind a tumbleweed? I mean, honestly, look at yourself. Well, even you though, you know, he was talking about his coffin blinds. He's like, I got the biggest coffin blinds. I was like, <laughs> shit. I, there's, no, there's no other size that I might fit in. And if this doesn't work out for me. Hey, Brent's a large man. He is a he large dude. He fits in very well. But, uh. His lid closes all the way. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was telling one of the guys we met up with that was on the hunt with us too. I was like, on the, you know, I was all excited. You know, the, you know, you're sitting in the coffin blind. It's pretty much a coffin. You're in a box. You're laying down. It's got two doors. You know, you're spying at the sky. And right when we see the birds, we're in a hurry. On the first day, we jump in. And you I was, were sleeping. I, I no, that that was day, day two. Oh, day, day two. But day one, you know, I'm excited. I'm breathing heavy. And the fucking blind doors are going up. <laughs> it looks like a bird trying oh, to fly away. Man. I'm like, I'm not keeping good cover here. No, but we meet Brett. He's excited. Brent. Um, Brent. Did I say it like? You keep saying Brett. It's Brent. You know, I am horrible with names on this it's show. It's okay. I called him Brent for the first two years. No, you called him Brett. Or Brett for Brett. the first two years. Yeah. So, a little backstory on Brent. Um, Tony, and, Tony and I and his son and our good buddy Rudy, we went out. We, you know, we were Rudy. trying to yeah, shoot him in the lips, Rudy. We were looking for uh we were looking for a hunt. Um, Tony was um looking up north trying to find us a goose hunt out of Northern California. And if anybody tries to book hunts out of Northern California, it's like you better do it a year out apparently because nobody has any availability, or they don't know how to return a phone call. Yes, thanks Northern California. Right. So Tony Tony gets a wild hair up his ass and he's like, "Hey, you want to go to Texas? Like, just randomly, do you want to go to Texas? Okay." Um, uh, meeting his wife happens to get a hold of the first outfitter that actually calls us back over in Eagle Lake. Um, God, what was Tim's last name? 
I cannot remember. I don't know, but Tim from Ojai. Yeah, he was from originally from Ojai. Oh wow. Um, yeah. is that the guy that used to be a referee? No, no. That we met him in. Oh. I met him in uh, Huatuco. Oh. Um, oh, that's right. So, anywho, we uh, we fly out to Texas. We're we're going to Eagle Lake, goose capital of goose hunting capital of the world. Um, and Saskatchewan so might argue with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a just a, a valid argument there. Um, we get a wild hair, and we were watching hunting videos, and it's like, oh, we, first day of hunting, two gigantic pterodactyl-looking things are flying yeah, over that, us. That, that was the funniest thing is everyone was calling these, and they look like them. These cranes are not pretty they're prehistoric very so they're coming over us and the guy's all oh you could shoot them if you want but the season ended yesterday you know being rule abiding citizens that we are we didn't shoot them and tony's like you want to kill some cranes so he got on the horn uh found final descent out of lubbock who had it was we had one day left the season so we hunted two days down in eagle lake uh, we drove back to Houston where his daughter lives, which was like an hour and a half. Then we made the nine-hour trek from Houston to Lubbock, and we got hooked up with Brent. Um, he showed us the ropes, had a great time, very personable, very knowledgeable. Um, wasn't wasn't a dick. He wasn't about the money. He was about the experience. You know, first time doing this, he was really, really helpful you know, getting us buttoned down, teaches us how to hotly, like just everything, everything you want to know about um, a first time hunt. Um, so after that, pretty much the ride home, we figured, all right, we're going to do this again. So we called, uh, we got it hooked up when final descent again, scheduled two hunts with them the next year and requested that Brent be our guide for every hunt we did. And um, had another great outing there, both trips. Well, both trips minus one hunt. The goose hunt we did at the end of last year was... It didn't work out? It was a total fucking dud. We killed one one bird. Who got him? I think Reggie did. I think... yeah, yeah. And he hunts better than you, and he's terrible too. <laughs> hey, all I know is I'm in the books. I have video evidence. Video confirmation so, of a kill. Yes. He's a killer. killer. Yes, I am. So I'm, I like it how Tony says it. It's a double L-A. Killer. Killer. Just like our friend Rekka. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, Brent left Final Descent uh, or Brent 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 and Final Descent parted ways and he, he, li- he lives what? How far is Big He's Spring? about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. It's a long drive. Hour forty five minutes. Yeah, and he was pulling that every morning. And I, I'm in I'll tell you what, you know, seeing what it takes, just not just not setting up blinds and everything. He scouts, he's driving yeah. throughout West Texas. Window so th- time is oh, what they call it. Yeah, he is driving. So this guy is committed to his work, and if you meet him or you know look him up, if you're interested in this, and you know we're gonna be keep on talking about it, but yeah, Premier he Sandhills, Premier Sandhills is his company. He started it up, Big Spring, Texas, and you know yeah, you have to drive an hour and a half between Lubbock and Big Spring. I and that's going ninety miles an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, I guarantee there's not that big of a difference between the amount of birds from north to south, or is there that much more in Lubbock? Uh, because I saw a shit ton of birds. They move around. Yeah, we seen a feed of seventy five thousand crane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was and, and then it was a half a million crow. Yeah, we oh, saw, at least we saw geese that were coming out behind a, a mill. Yeah, how, how many geese were there? I, oh, twenty five thousand. It was easy. insane. Oh, more than that, easy. because they kept coming for an hour straight. They the kept day we the scouted, day two. Yeah. Oh my god! I was just like, if this happens, this is insane. And so, 
you know, he's doing serious work. He's talking to farmers. He sets us up. It's a beautiful operation, you know? So we set up, we get dinner, whatever. First day we go into a wheat field and we set up the, the blinds with a whole bunch of, uh, tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds. No big deal. We're in blinds. Like I said, the, the, the coffin blind. And you know, I actually spot the birds first. I have a great eye. I see a something out yonder. Is that a Texas phrase? Out yonder, yes. Out but, yonder. But it was the it was the crows that you seen. It wasn't the no. It wasn't the I saw uh, they they were crane. You can't take that one away from me because, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you guys are veterans. You've done it. You know, kind of cool and collected me. My testosterone skyrockets. I'm peaking. You sure right. it wasn't your blood pressure? That too. A cholesterol. <laughs> cholesterol. Everything's shooting up. Pressure. You know? So we jump in, and we're in the blinds, and the birds are flying right over us. And I'm like, shit. I didn't load my gun. Right? <laughs> I'm in the blind. And, like, you know, again, I'm a big boy. And I'm not really, you know, it's the first time I'm in a blind. I've never laid down on one of these things. And it's hard to kind of get comfortable in the beginning. And I didn't know they had the foot bags. So you could <laughs> extend. So I'm trying to, like, sit and... Indian style, and like I said, my, my belly's opening the doors, I'm breathing, and I was like, God dang it. So I'm it reaching gosh in. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. <laughs> gosh darn it, Jim. Anyways, I'm reaching in to bo- find a box of shells, and not that I don't know how to load a gun. He realized he doesn't know how to load a gun. I, you know, but I made a rookie mistake. He was hunting. Yeah. <laughs> But he, he he pulled a very veteran move. He looked to the guy to his right and asked for help. Yeah, I, I'm not ashamed to ask for help. You know, I get lost. I'm that, I, I'm that guy that will roll down the window. Hey, how do I get to Fifth Street? I'll ask for directions. It's right past if I don't know how to, If I don't know how to load a gun, I'm like, hey, hey, hey Foy. Yeah. <laughs> load my gun for me. I'm, I'm, I'm glued in on what's happening up in the air. And, oh, I, and, and they're flying over, the, and they have a, a particular, like, Squawk? What do you call it? <laughs> the, 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 the noise they make. Um, I'd call it. Uh, no, it's not a, a, a like a whistle. Specific call. Like yeah, a right. whistle. It's kind of like there, a whistle. Yeah. So there, you you hear this from like a mile away. <laughs> These birds are just humming all over the place, and I don't think I have to whisper, but I'm whispering. Yeah. <laughs> Shot. <laughs> Shot. I fucked up my gun. <laughs> I'm like, really <laughs> fucking really. I'm I'm buttoned down. My yeah. gun's ready to go. I am fucking in it to win it right now. And I got Paulo next to me. Oh, hey, hey, pa- hey, help! Can you help me with my gun? He didn't know he was going to Texas to babysit oh, Paulo. <laughs> so I I sit up like begrudgingly sit up because it's like, dude, there's birds coming. I got to get out of my fucking blind. So I open it up. I grab his gun. What's wrong? I I, I don't know what's going on. Paulo, well, I didn't say that. I was like, I I loaded up the. The magazine. the magazine instead of the into the chamber. Yeah, he's like, and so I was like, I didn't know what to do. He's like, what do I do? Like, Give me your fucking gun. Boom! I hit I hit the little button that releases the shell. Pop it in and, and I throw one a second one in the magazine. All right, you're good to go. Safety's there. You push that. Uh, I know the I know the safety rule. Red dead. Red dead. I'm good on that. All right. So and then and then I'm pretty smooth for that day. The rest of the day that day. No, didn't you get your glove caught in it? No, that no, was, that was day all two. a fib. That was and that's that was day two. Call him BS on that one, Tone. Now, did something happen? Probably. Did you fall asleep in the blind? We haven't no, even got to that I'm yet. I'm calling BS on that. Do, do I do I breathe heavy? And it might sound like a snore. Well, let's wait till we get to day two to talk let's get about to day that. Day two, day one, um, a little tough, but 
Do we see a lot of birds flying? We, we killed ten birds. Nine, I mean, ten birds. It's, it wasn't it wasn't a limit. Maybe half half a limit. Um, for Sun the group. came up. Wind was a blowing. They were flaring as soon as they were starting to set in. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a little bit tougher. Uh, well, let's talk about actually who we got to hunt with. So, you know, we show up to this, and Brent has another group of of guys hunting with us, and it's a TV show. Right, Fouled Reality. You see them on Outdoor Network, Tony? Or Outdoor Network. Outdoor Network. They have a YouTube following. They have, you know, they just do, a big following of waterfowl around the nation. Yeah, they do uh, They do uh, some work for Realtree Outdoors. Um, I think Beretta. Um, who else were they sponsored by? Beretta. Heavy, uh, heavy, heavy X. Heavy X. Or yeah. heavy, the Heavy Steel brand. They, they had Heavy Shot brand. Yeah, they had, uh, what was the Gator Waiter? Yeah. They, they had all kinds of stuff. I was really, you know, I was like, okay. And but, then they also have the the dog trainer with some beautiful yeah Josh was it Brookstone yeah Bro- Brookstone Kennels Brookstone Kennels yeah and anyway so we meet these guys in the morning but you know we only killed kill nine birds but right off the bat you know when the first birds the, the first volley or whatever kind of birds set in these guys were killers they're killers yeah that's what they do that's yeah. what they, I was like whoa pop yeah. pop pop like three three shots go off four birds fell. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? These guys, you know, um, they so the the main guys for the show are Blake and Ryan. Yeah, Blake and Ryan. Um, Blake does uh, majority of the filming away, and Ryan will be in a blind, getting the up close and personal footage. Yeah. So my first hunt is getting filmed by like a popular waterfowl TV show. A uh, uh, legit. Oh man, fucking legit show. So I'm like. You know, and I'm kind of asking questions like, so, is it, you know, we YouTube them a little bit like after the first day, but it's like a serious thing. I'm like, shit, I don't want to mess anything up <laughs> like day two or day three, you know? You know, I, I felt the first day we were, you know, walking on eggshells a little bit because we didn't know what to expect. We didn't want right, to, we didn't want to be those guys. We're hunting first before we get to meet anybody, yeah. you know, and we're just sitting blinds, setting up, you know, decoys and cleaning up, whatever, doing all that. Okay, we were setting up decoys. What, you were standing Who said there. I didn't do work? Uh, I remember you sitting in the blind watching as when, Tony and I. No, after the first, when everyone's buttoned up and what happened? Brent says, Tony, Sean, help me. I'm so buttoned up. I don't know what to do. I'm just following directions. First time hunt. She said, Paulo, Paulo put it, did it all. He's n- the man. No, <laughs> but I help. You see what I'm saying? Don't, don't put that out on me. I like the, you know, I, and I, before we even hunted, I said, Sean, Said, hey, whatever Loman has to do, I understand all these kind of trips. Fishing, standing hunting. on the side of the hill on day three isn't what Loman's supposed to do. You're <laughs> supposed to pick the shit up. What? What? What do you mean on day three? I didn't do anything. You had hands on your hips. Just you were supervising. I, I there's no way I was supervising. Yeah. Anyways, so the TV shows filming us. It's fun. We kill nine birds. Memphis. Well, you getting you getting Tony's on high alert right now. If there's anything happening in the in the nation with birds, he wants to go shoot something. Oh well, that's uh, we we're just receiving some confirmation a- information. Wait, is for Oklahoma or uh, for this is for Arkansas. Arkansas? Yeah, these guys are going hunting two or three more times this year. Uh yeah, we're going to Arkansas I'm, in the spring. For I'm one and done for a whole year, guys. Conservation goose hunt. Uh, we're meeting up with Tony Vandemore, Habitat Flats. I highly recommend you look them up as well. Um, but we're, we're we'll talk about fouled reality. Um, yeah. So I felt you know we're kind of walking on eggshells a little bit. You know these guys are legit. We don't want to be those guys that come in and shit the bed and you know create shitty footage. Um, you know we hadn't really. I'm sure met. we did a little bit of shitty footage. Uh, I'm sure there was some, but yeah. 
you know, other than the fact that I like to drop fuck and shit every other word, like if I miss and I'm like, oh, God damn it. There's two, there's a mic pack in this blind. There's a guy with a camera, two blinds there's over. There's a GoPro right behind you. And it's just like, fuck. And I would trip out. I see like a, I see a Blake just pop out in his ghillie suit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you know, I'm all, where'd he come from? Yeah. Where'd he come from? And Tony and I are like, I wonder if they can see him. Yeah. <laughs> They're flaring. I know we're buttoned down, but, you know, the thing that got us day one is um, the majority of the birds came off the roost at the same time, and they kind of caught us with our pants down. We weren't we weren't completely buttoned down yet. We were standing around, you know, getting ready. First great, uh, first wave of cranes came out. They're about four or five miles away, and you can hear them. Oh, they came over. They just... Well, yeah, and... They played like follow the leaders, what they were yeah. saying a lot. They came, they came out in a big wave. We got buttoned down. They didn't want to do it, so they kept going. And then, you know, that sets a precedent for the following groups. You know, they see the birds going that way. They're going to put their heads down and go that way. You know, you get the younger ones that'll come in and, you know, do it dirty or do it right, as they say in the game. Um, so the majority of them were going about 500 yards to, yeah. to the to the northwest from where we were at and all landed in a field. Yeah, a field with no, no food because in the area we were hunting, you know, it was... Um, unthrashed wheat from the prior year that hadn't been cut and that it was the only food source for miles and they if they were going to eat they had to come in and they kind of loafed around looking looking they just were not interested so in some people's minds day day one could have been a bust me i felt felt bad for brent because he wanted you know he's got the show there with him and really got nine or ten birds you know so you kind of felt that kind of pressure on him yeah, he, he, he was definitely had high expectations for that spot. You know, the birds were there. They just didn't work. I mean, but as a as an avid um, waterfowl hunter or bird hunter, you know, there's going to be times like that where the birds don't work. They don't want it. You know, their mind's on something else. They're, right. they're, they're not going to play nice. You're hunting. You're not killing. Yeah. There's a big difference. Exactly. You see knowledge from Tony. Yeah. He's dropping those uh, little tidbits yeah. for you, Paulo. Uh, Travis gave me a little tidbit. You know, he's one of the... He was one of the killers that came with uh, Foul Reality. And he said, the the good times make up for all the bad times. Or yeah. something like that. Similar to that. That's the same. T- you've misquoted him like I, two I, or three times oh, on I'm, that. What, what is it, Sean? Give it to me. It's, <sighs> it's, it's got to be a hunting phrase. Well, he said, the one good time makes up for all the bad times. Okay. I kind of got the gist of it. Yeah, something like that. Oh, but okay. I don't even and know. you kind of fit in the blind, too. <laughs> I, I did. I figured it out. That, you know. I made I made myself comfy in there. I made it my own, and I got good at it. like. Yeah. So you were nesting. I, I was I was in my roost. I was roosting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but anyways, uh, so but we only killed nine birds, and then we get to see Josh do some work with his dogs. He yeah. brings four dogs. You know, I'm not 100 percent sure. We I don't think we decided if it was English or British t- uh, labs. I want to say they're English. I'm gonna go. Okay, let's go with English. English sounds fun. Yeah, and he's got two kind of veteran dogs. And two yeah, puppies. he had his he had his bitch, and right. then he had Diesel as a four year old. Diesel was a baller. Yeah, it was his and best then dog. He had, then Patty he had the two. and Gru. Gru, I think. No, Gru was his bitch. Oh, yeah, okay. she was. She was the uh, the only female he brought. Quinn. Quinn. Quinn, Quinn was right. the other. And um, they were brothers. Yeah, eighteen month old first hunt they've ever been on. Yeah, and it's Crane. And yeah, and they normally don't hunt Crane. <laughs> right. And, 
and because even like the, the the older dogs, Diesel was like, "What the fuck is this bird?" Yeah, you they're know, bigger. It's, it's a pterodactyl. Long. Yeah, exactly. It's a pterodactyl. What was funny is that on the first day, like some of the pup, like what is it, Patty, like wanted nothing to do with it, right? Yeah, you know. But this guy runs a phenomenal operation. Uh, he gets on the show too. He has his own like dog hunting segment. But it was really fun to watch him do his work and you know have his whistles. He was a really great guy to meet. But since we're talking about his dogs, I want to be talking about. We are doing some whiskey today. Okay. You know, uh, your cousin Tommy gifted us a bottle of 10-year-old bird dog bourbon whiskey out of Kentucky. Um, it's Tony. You know, Tony doesn't drink whiskey or bourbon. No. You know? And no. we're giving it to him straight. We've, yep. you know, we threw an ice cube in there. It's keeping him warm in the cold-ass garage that we're in recording this, you know, but I'm liking it, you know, in, in theme of our whole trip and... Josh, this bird dog whiskey isn't too bad. Yeah, you know, it's a picture of a um, German short hair. Sean is about the labels and the type of bottle stuff comes in. Well, you know, it's all about... Uh, it's about appearance. First it appearance, is. First impression. And I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Paulo's first impression. Hey, can you guys help me with the decoys? Paulo sits in his blind. So first Who, impression. That's not what happened. <laughs> I put him out. All right. Brent says, hey, I want a finger out here. I put the finger. So he on stood it. there and pointed I put the at finger, everybody. I put the finger. He pointed at everybody over there, guys. How did over I get there. this reputation? All right, but you earned it. How? <laughs> Sitting around not doing damn thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says it with a big smirk, known as BS. All right, right. it's because Josh made a comment on one video. All right, <laughs> of course, Paulo's sleeping in the blind or laying in the no, blind. No, Paulo's taking the video while yeah, exactly. Sean and Tony are out there fucking moving decoys. Well, that's when that was the one time Brent said, "Tony, Sean." Come help me out. You know why he didn't say my name? Because he couldn't say my name. All right? He barely just met me. You know, Pecos. 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 It is Pecos. The I picked fu- up a new nickname. The funny thing about that, about your name, is we'd go through the, when we go through the introductions with everybody, everybody shake hands, say your name. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Travis. I'm Blake. And then Paulo. I'm Paulo. Oh, nice to meet you, pal. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Oh, hey. Nobody knew. I mean, it took to day three Someone of the hunt. Someone gave me a take back. Like, I said my name, but like, what, what the, the fuck's fuck? your name? Yeah. And it's like, you know, Paulo's that guy that grows on you and just fucking everybody loves at the end of the trip. It was, yeah. Always fun, always smiling, you know, Paulo. Not doing a whole lot of work, but he's fun to tease. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, day one over, we went out to eat uh, Lombres. Lombres. Not bad. Good food. Yeah. We ate there twice. I enjoyed it both times. The first day, it's funny, the first day we had a a new waitress. She took our order. Terrible. Kind of, you know. She said she was new. New waitress. She it was new waitress. She took you know. I mean, I don't think the forty five well, so, year old lady so, ever worked a day in her life because she was terrible. Yeah, hey, but we can't forget that like everyone was kind of a new employee everywhere through Big Spring because it's like an oil boom town. Yeah, you know they just had a rush of oil workers coming to driving the, up the prices of hotel rooms. Right. Oh my. Gosh. We stayed in a shithole that cost us fucking two hundred bucks. <laughs> Do we want to give out the name of it? Shout, shout out? No, we there, there's only two to three hotels well, in Big Spring, so no, there's like four or five. We didn't stay at the plaza. The so plaza, oh, pretty good. Yeah. Fuck. Don't you know, ever go to the plaza don't. unless you're looking for crack or horse or and, crack horse. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if it's me, if I have to choose, I'm going for the crack. I mean, <laughs> if you see this place, the horrors not top notch. <laughs> <laughs> and well, wait, 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 they're not they're parking. What'd you call them? Lot lizards. Lot lizards. Lot lizards. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, but yeah, we went to Lone Braze. She's uh, a new waitress. Just learn, you know, learning the ropes. Not everything came out on time. 
We had a whiskey. We had we had some old fashions. Yeah, Kovac or Koval. Koval, yeah. Koval whiskey. Pretty decent. Good stuff. Good old fashioned. We had a good steak, right? We had a good salad. We had No, that was day two. No, Grant had the steak. You had the salad. I got the tacos. Yeah. And I had surprisingly good for Texas because the wings. I ate wings. wings. I'm I murdered wings. You know, I figured since we're killing birds, I might as well eat some. So I ate about two dozen. <laughs> yeah, like, I ate, dozen. I ate a shit ton, you know. Um, but then Brent took us to a cool little, uh, you know, for for being a small town, Big Spring, Texas. You know, you kind of see it in kind of vast, pretty cool little cigar bar, cigar yeah. whiskey bar. Yeah, out of a box car, out of Old. a box car train. You know, outdoor area was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, uh, the 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 proprietor. I want to say she was the owner. You know, she yeah, knew her, her shit. Her, her and her husband were the owners. Yeah, she knew her shit. You know, she I'll knew. Her. She, there's, she yeah. knew what whiskey pairings went with what cigars, and it was. Uh, if now, I could remember the I name of the care, damn place, you know. Don't get me wrong. I like bourbon now. I'm doing a lot of bur- drinking a lot of bourbon. I am not a cigar guy. It's like I, putting a turd in your mouth oh, and lighting it. It sucks. <laughs> there's only been one or two times where I'm like, I just murdered a cigar and I was fine. And it was when I used to say. Monica Lewinsky's one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cigar um, moments in or <laughs> in history. That's pretty much the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Paulo and Tony did not fare well with their cigars. Mine was excellent. I, uh, I stunk for three days. Oh, my gosh. You know what I hate is I only brought one kind of like light jacket to wear after we go hunting, you know, to out. And that jacket fucking stunk like cigar the whole time. I was like, this is done. Yeah. This is over with. You'll, you'll learn for the next time. Multiple oh. layers. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Paulo. It was terrible. No, yeah. I mean the place was really cool. Very cool. I'm just not a cigar guy. The, uh, it, yeah, same here. The lounge is cool. I could be in the room. I just can't take a cigar to my mouth. And... I love the smell of them. Just right. the taste of them. Rough. If you if... something shit in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. The cat. You can't catch that cat that shits in your mouth. So because that doesn't go. When away. we're in there, we're talking with Brent. Brent's having a good time. We're drinking some good bourbon. I had a. What did I have? It was like, TX. It was like a vanilla bourbon. I don't like it too much, but I drank it. And then Tony made me do a shot of fucking Fireball. Right? Yeah. But uh, the, those fucking kids that came in the boxcar. Talking shit? Talking shit. What are you doing smoking those fag cigars? <laughs> and fucking some twangy ass. And the kids must have been just barely 21. Yeah. It, yeah. They I felt so had more hair on my legs he had on his chin. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This kid was tiny. They were feeling. Like he was talking shit. They were feeling brave. They were feeling brave because we were sitting down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I was wearing shorts. <laughs> let's 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 not uh, drift on that because that would have been a little blurb in this story. Yeah, the four of us beat the shit out of those two, no problem, mm. hands down. So we get ready for day two, right? We go back to the hotel. We have our own. Uh, we get a little vodka at night, a little nightcap, a little nightcap, yeah. a little, little licorice, a little jerky. Yeah, go to sleep right away. Well, no, we had remember we had scouted we had scouted previously to eating after the right. first hunt. We scouted where we we're going. That's what, you know I didn't want to because I was kind of tired, but scouting was actually some of the more exciting stuff. Hey, don't worry, you fell asleep on the ride up to Lamisa. I slept the whole time, guys. It you know, was we like, woke up. Uh, we it's funny. I was like, hey guys, this is the first time I've been on vacation in like ten years. Like to follow the same vacation. It's a hunting trip. I'm like, it's fucking vacation. Well, you have to work before you go on vacation, don't you? I work. What do you mean? I've been, I was working overtime. The only reason I got the okay is I already worked like three days of overtime. I took my days off. No, but like, the scouting thing is, is the key to a good it hunting is. trip. It is. It and was. you got to find out where the birds are feeding, where they're coming from, you know, how you want to set things up. Yeah. And Brent does an excellent job of that. Oh, and, yeah. And patient enough to, I mean, I've, I've been bird hunting with, with Sean for quite some time. 
but I don't think I'm uh, even close to having the knowledge that I need to be a guide or anything like that. Because well, yeah, scouting isn't just like, oh, I know where the birds are going and this. It's it's communicating with the farmers. It's yeah. having other kids. Like, he had other his, people on his, the phone. His network like, of right. guys that he works with, uh, some of his competitors, you know, they, they help each other out. Uh, the farmers getting permission. Yeah. Everything else, what crops are where. I mean, it, yeah. it's quite impressive. He, he even knows he, how to, how they work the crops. Yeah, that was oh, the, yeah. very impressive. He was in, in big yeah. detail with he, all that he's, stuff. He's very knowledgeable what he does. Oh, he yeah. does a very good job. Yeah. So we 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 scout a peanut field for day two. Yeah, and you know Brent's the kind of guy. He has a very good rapport with um, leased properties and the owners. You know, he's a very he's a very good people person. You know, his his personable skills are are very good. You know, he's he's able to talk to a farmer. He's he's willing to accept a no. He's not the guy that's gonna sit there and like badger him into a yes and you know, he'll leave the door open for potentially yeah, we heard revisiting him. We that. We heard him on one of the calls too, because we were driving. Yeah. We yeah. drove a lot, you know. And he's he's always he's always looking for new fields, new properties to lease, you know. Sometimes there's a fee, sometimes there isn't. A lot of farmers in West Texas want those birds off their crops because you get a big set of crane on your field, they'll go through an acre, an acre of field in like a half a day. So they are detrimental to the yeah. crop's success. So I'm dead tired. I'm sleeping the whole way and we get to these fields and it's there's a a mill a Fuck mile it. away, you could see it. No, not no. even a mile. Half. No, it was like five miles away. Was it that far? It's that big. The cotton it was gin. That big. The cotton gin. Yeah, it, it was that far, but it was just flocks and flocks of birds just coming behind it for an hour. We were there for an hour. We we're just watching it. Yeah, we we sat there and, and then watched. we saw the crane that were already settled on on the the field. And there was what, or like twenty thousand there just chilling. Uh, maybe crane, a little less that time. There there was probably twenty thousand geese. And but they're just ten, th- five to ten thousand crane just and the, sitting. And we drove up past peanuts. it a little bit, yep. and we saw the the watering hole or whatever the where the roost is. We saw a whole bunch of little birds. What are those little ducks? No, those are teal. We saw teal, some teal on the pond. Teal crow. It was just the amount of birds that I saw in that in those two hours was insane. Have you ever seen many birds in your life? No, that was that's what I'm saying. It was it's like crazy. It was insane. So it just it juices you up to wake up at four in the morning. And get on ready for day two. Yeah, because it was a the the drive from Big Spring to Lamisa is about what forty five minutes. minutes. Yeah, you know, so you got a little bit of a poke on the in the morning, you know. So we come back, we eat dinner, we do all that, and you know we're watching TV. But you wake up at four in the morning and you hunt all day, you're gonna be tired. So we crash out. Next morning rolls around. Got to get your coffee in. You got to get your cockadoodle poo in because you don't want to be shitting in the middle of a fucking a peanut field because there's right. nothing to hide behind. And nothing. it's 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was cold. So we actually get to the field and we set up our blinds at the end of a pivot, which is this big watering system that just has an axis and it circulates around the field. And it's kind of it was a little wet in certain spots, but it wasn't too bad. But that's exactly where the birds were the day before. Right. And. We set up our blind, but we only set up like four blinds, five blinds. Yeah, we we rotated this this. We time. went four blinds. Yeah, yeah, four shooters and four shooters. And so the TV show guys go first, right? Uh, Travis, Shane, uh, Josh, uh, Brent was out there, and Ryan and Blake stayed because they were filming. Yeah, and they rotated right, and they limited out in the like the first twenty minutes. The first volley that came in, they it dropped. was raining crane. It was so fun to watch from a distance because how far would you say we were out? Three quarter mile. 
half mile. Yeah, half mile. Half mile. We're, we're, you know, and Tony's binoculars came in in clutch, and they're just raining these birds down, and they come in so close. You know, that was one thing I was really impressed with with Crane is like they cross up in front of you, they cross, and you're and you know you're just waiting for Brent to be like, kill him, <laughs> kill those, kill that one. You know, shoot this bird, shoot that bird right there. And you're just waiting, waiting. They come in like it feels like what, 10, 15 yards? Yeah. About. And oh, it's yeah. and they're, Some and they're, of them and they're, were and they're the floating. Deck. What's the, what's the, what what do they say? Feet down, beat down. Feet, Feet down, down, beat oh, down. Oh, dude, I loved it. But it mean it's it rains true because as soon as you see those two feet start to dangle, they are committed to coming down yeah. into those decoys. And so they they get their limits in twenty minutes. So it's our turn. We go out there, you know. Uh, it's us three, and Ryan's in the blind next to you. Ryan's in there filming still. Blake's still Blake's filming. behind us, and, and Josh then... has got the dogs. No, Josh didn't come out yet. Uh, Brent's still out there. Brent and... left. No, he left oh, when yeah. Josh came out. First. That's right. right. We had a we had a good volley come in right after. We dropped like three or four crane, and you know, um, Josh was trying to get some work, some extra work for some of his dogs. We switch out. Uh, consequently, we missed a, a couple of volleys of crane, but we weren't that worried about it. Um, I know there was one where it was only me. They're like, just the two guys over on the right. Shoot this one. It was me and Sean. Well, we needed two, we needed two birds. We needed two birds to li- to scratch out the nine man limit, and two came into the far right. And you know, um, at this point, I didn't shoot my Benelli because uh, they were sponsored by a Beretta. They uh, offered. Oh us yeah, you were to, shooting their Beretta to shoot a Beretta, and I said, yeah. Um, not my gun. It's a great gun's gu- fault. I didn't say it was a gun's fault. Sounds like it. Yeah, no, I I wasn't used to it. Is is it an excuse, Tony? It sounds like an excuse. There was no excuse for the miss. Definitely (laughs) no excuse for the miss. I completely missed. I missed. Just because I suck. But it's a good thing we did miss. Oh, it was a blessing. Because it was a blessing. Because right right after the the wind just turned on. It had to be eighteen to twenty mile an hour winds. Oh, it was heavy. It was heavy winds. The first time something actually was pushing into the to our coffin blinds. Yeah. So we get. We, you know, we Paul and I missed the last two cranes. Everybody's like, "Oh shit, we were gonna go," but this flight of group, this group of geese come floating across our face. We don't have any goose decoys down, by the and way. And now Brent is gone, mm-hmm. and Josh, the, Josh the dog trainer, the is making the call. And he, you know, at first, like people are discussing, like, "Do we shoot these geese?" Because there's crane behind them. Yeah, and everyone kind of just is like, "Yeah, it, it's <laughs> you know, it's a good thing they didn't leave me in charge because we'd have been killing shit." I've been like, fuck, fuck the crane. We're shooting these geese because there was a flight before that was closer and lower. And I'm just like, oh, my God, say it, say it, call it, call it. Oh, there's crane coming behind. Fuck. So what? <laughs> so so we passed those and then we got a shot at a couple cranes after that group. And then the big flight of geese coming in, um, you know, they make the they call the shot and it's just bang, bang, bang. Everybody unloads. Nine geese fall out of the, it out of was- the group. Nine the best volley that I was a part green. of in yeah. my life. At the, at the time, it was the best volley I've ever been a part of. And, and they were exciting. so close. It, it was a blast. We unloaded all the birds. You know, it looks like birds are raining. It's a it's you know, raining birds. So three drop dead, and then there's six cripples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I have the video of Tony popping up out of one and, and, and taking one. And then the dogs come out, and, you know, it's like we're 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 safe. You know, it's like the dogs come out. You're not shooting. Yeah, because you don't want to injure your dog. You don't want to injure somebody's dog. Well, well, let's talk about Brent's dog. We've talked about him before a little bit. Tucker, the three-legged Tucker, bird dog. Yeah, one of his uh, clients shot the dog. Yeah, and lost he a lo- leg. He lost a leg, and that's why. That's why you don't shoot when the dogs are out. Yeah. yeah. 
So we got out. We chased down all the cripples. Uh, the dogs did some great retrieving. Uh, there was a 300, about a 300-plus yard retrieve on a dead bird. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was really, really interesting to watch. You know, seeing a dog being handled from that far with all that noise. And it was it was really something to it was watch. Top-end dogs. Top-end dogs, for sure. Um, but that led up, you know, not shortly after. I mean, shortly after, we, we actually got our limited crane. Some more crane came in. But we ended up getting our limits and killing nine geese or eight geese. Nine geese. Nine geese. And it was just... It was exciting. Everyone was actually... Everybody was juiced. Don't get me wrong. We took some extra time. It wasn't a 20-minute limit, but it was worth it. I I like limiting out, but I like shooting. Yeah, we shot some... You know, I think I shot a whole box that day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he got out of the blind. Yeah. (laughs) So we... So so let's talk about what happened with me in the blind on day two. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. We almost bypassed that. Love got stuck in the the magazine. He had to fish it out. (laughs) He fell asleep in the blind. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was heavy breathing. I'm okay? to the right. I'm all the way at the end. Paulo's next to me. So I'm. Not, I'm going to admit to something real quick. Okay. No, I wasn't asleep. But what happened? All right. Am I grossed out the first time I see a dead bird? It's bleeding, and people just throw it in your blind. Like, here, throw this. It's a foot and, warmer, and it's gonna. Well, one, they put it. Well, Brett told me put it right behind you. There's space behind your head. So I'm looking to the left. And we're like, hurry up, button down real quick. And then there's a fucking crane foot and head right next to it. And it's filled, it's it's spazzing out still. It's not 100% dead. You know, and I'm just squeezing its neck right next I'm pretty to sure it was dead. It, it was just anyways, nerves. It, well, yeah. it could have is That's probably what it is. You have more experience with that. But anyways. And, you know. Is that why uh, you were whining in there? Did that thing peck you No, I, I put it under my head. Right? Under the pillow or whatever. The, the cushion, headrest. The headrest. And it's kind of caught me prepped up so that my, my double chin <laughs> is sitting on my Adam's apple and I can't breathe that good. So he's All like, right? he's snoring. He is the, fucking I, out. I'm not out. But I can I'm, see I'm, I can see his fucking blind reverberating from all the snoring. I pop out of that. I, when I snore, my, my nose plays flat of the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, so that might have happened. But I'm guaranteeing I didn't. Fall he was deathly afraid of all the dead. And birds. I, I, so let's talk about Sean's geese. Okay, <laughs> my goose. Yeah, this motherfucker ripped the head off the thing. Well, the neck wouldn't break. And it, I wanted there to was kill blood the everywhere. Fucking... Now, don't get me wrong. I, you got to want... do what you got to do to make a sane or a humane. Yeah, killing. I didn't want the poor guy to suffer, so I broke and his fucking neck and, and it, ripped his and head off. Oh my gosh, it was so bloody. And you know, with the with the fouled reality guys. You know, you take some nice pictures, and they're setting up all their sponsor stuff, and there's this fucking goose no massacre kid. here. I'm like, what the... Jack the Ripper fucking it's came fucking through mang- this motherfucker. It's mangled. It gets oh, tossed out of the pile. It's so ugly. Hey, Amal, why are you tossing my goose out? You know? It was so, fun. It was funny. It was funny. Um, but yeah, day two, that's the day we went to... Got, got a little burger steak sandwich place. What was it? K-Bob's? Was it? No. Yeah. Yeah, K-Bob's. K-Bob's? Yeah, it was K-Bob's. Nice little break, you know, uh, lunch spot, salad bar on yeah. point. Tasty. Yeah. Hit the spot. And then we scout day three. Ooh. Yeah. We went uh, We went off the beaten path. In Texas, 10 minutes means 40. You know, it's like, oh, it's just 10 minutes up the road. Prepare for 30 to 40. So, we go to a Milo field. Now, what is Milo? It's a, it's a grain. It's a grain, but it's got st- it's a stock like corn, right? Yeah, it's a thick stock like corn. They use a lot in in bird food and stuff like that. Okay, so how so he sets up this 
65,000 acres. acres right. No, That's no, how big it was. It was. No, it was it was 60 6100 acre parcel. It was a 6100 okay. acre parcel. But one farmer. One farmer and you know, it's le- it was leased out to multiple multiple guys. Yeah, there was three guys hunting Day in our vicinity. Morning. But the the scout so was we, insane. We pull off the side of the road and we just look in the middle. There's this swath of fucking crane. Black or cloud. Gray. Oh my god! Yeah, gray, gray cloud. cloud. There was a, there's a huge swath to the east, and you wouldn't look because before they, we saw we didn't see him flying first. You just saw the color of the field. The color of the color. field was different, and every, you know the the foul reality guys come out of the their cars and they're like not to mention it's cold as fuck because the wind is blowing. See any birds here? Not that many crane here. How many bird was it? Oh, at least fifty thousand. Fifty thousand took up the whole field. Oh, it was so many birds. When they got up, when we yeah, when we drove sun. and made that left, and we're like, oh my god, we're gonna kind of drive right through them. There's not too far, and you see them just a wave. Oh, just thousands up. upon thousands. It's picking a pretty up sight. And, oh man, after yeah, even if you don't hunt to see a bunch of birds like that, if you're a bird watcher or just you like nature, see something like that get up. It's impressive. It's impressive. Oh man. Yeah, so, you know, expectations are through the roof for day three after just scouting that, but... Got a chubby, it lasted all night. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. I mean, you had to call the doctor. Um, I had a grin on my face once we killed those geese for the rest of the trip. Oh, yeah, that was good times. I, it, And so, just seeing that was just like, oh, my gosh. It's just going to keep on going. It's just going to keep on going. So, you know, we were, we were a little sketchy because we weren't sure on how we were going to attack it because it was supposed to rain. There was a big front coming through, and we were supposed to get some rain. And you know, the county roads in Texas aren't kept up that well. They're not that. What is it? Um, Co- Cochia or this the hard dirt, the hard packed dirt. I'm not sure how. Oh, how he, he it's it. good for rain though, right? He said. I don't know, but about it. yeah, it it anyway. seals up really nice instead of the red dirt clay oh, that man. they have. It's sand. Yeah, I called it clay. I was like, yeah. I know what clay is. This stuff is. Yeah. You could make a tennis court out of this it, shit. It could have been. It could have been really hairy getting in. But uh, Brent found us a good way in, um, hard pack all the way. We we hunted on the edge of the field, right off a little berm. Set oh yeah, up. it was the first time we were in the blinds and we had like nice little head we, tilt. Well, did you have like a knob on your back actually? Yeah, you were you super uncomfortable in your blind. But I mean, he set us up perfectly. We blended into the right the contour the of the ground, right at the edge of that Milo field. Birds had no idea we were there. That day, though, we actually set up a ton of decoy. Yeah, it was, silhouettes, right? The ones with the little cardboard pieces. We had, we had uh, 75 full bodies, or no, 60 full, 60 full bodies, and then we set up about another 75 silhouettes, dive bomb silhouettes. And that was because before we were only just setting up the... The, six, the 60 deception decoys. Yeah, but, the, and, you know, we set this up, and right when the sun... Like, well, me, Tony... No, no, you didn't. But me and a couple of the other guys, I think it was Shane... And we're like, we drive the vehicles yeah, out with Brent, everything right? Else. So, and we start walking back, and we're like, "Oh shit, it's starting!" And they're coming over our head, and you could just hear the, and we we button up, we get down, and it just starts. It is an onslaught. It starts raining. Yes, and these bird, these birds, they just came, did it right. They turn, they get down, and it it was on. Um, I shot eight times. And we were there 45 minutes, nine man limit. Everyone I shot eight times. Him. Yeah, and, and they were, we were flying right into us. We were there 45 minutes because he was working a couple of young dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were working. And, dogs. And, and, we took the time. Did he, we we could have been, been done in, in 30 minutes or less. Yeah. yeah. We let the dogs work, get some experience. But actually, let's talk about the dogs a little bit. It was kind of funny. So remember how we were saying Patty didn't 
one first no two days, one and nothing. And, you know, we're almost, we had the big volley right before we only need one bird. And there's a bird not too far out there, but kind of far for that, that last volley we had. And he sends Diesel out there, okay. he's one of his main dogs. And, you know, he's popping up his head. He's doing the hand signals and the whistle. And all of a sudden, Patty takes off without direction, you know. And no one's really paying attention. And then you just hear Tony, oh, shit, he's got it. Well, we couldn't, he didn't see where the bird, Josh didn't yeah. see where the bird went down. So he was sending diesel where he thought the bird went down. Yeah. But the the bird all went down and then walked over to where Patty ended up getting him from. Yeah. And Patty had spotted it. That's why he ended up taking off. But Josh was working his dog in one section of the field where the bird actually wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And, and Patty had marked that thing and. He went over there and got it, and I mean, Josh, yeah, happy dad, proud what a proud father. moment, huh? Oh, yeah. Patty came back like a conquering hero. He can barely hold this crane up; his oh. head's down because the damn thing's so heavy. And th- my my favorite thing about Josh is his use of the word "lad." Oh my gosh, for, for <laughs> that's being, a good lad. You know, for how much we say that, it's heading as football. Oh, to, to have somebody else use it, yeah. like profusely and well. Oh, you know, so and, well. And good lad. Good lad. He's got a growl to it. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, very Carl real esque. Yeah, he just says just like Carl said it. Um, you know, Patty brought it in. I'm the you know, proud proud dad moment. Oh, proud totally. dad moment. He gave all of us a high five. I oh, was dude. like, is, he was is, so. Is used. he going down the line? He was. He's he went down, down the whole line. line. Everybody. <laughs> it was such a cool moment. Um, and it was funny. I was laughing. Oh, it was you know, a great It moment. was hilarious. So, you know, uh, Patty gets the, the bird. It's Everyone's excited. Everyone's happy. We do a head count. We need one bird. The moment the truth comes up. Everyone every, calls me out. Every, the pressure's on. Paolo. I hear Travis. <laughs> this one's yours. We got one left. We ain't shooting. This one's for you, Paolo. Shit. Right? And lucky enough, too. You know, we, we didn't have to wait too long. Three, four minutes. But if that... And this fucking bird just is flying right at us. Okay, it wasn't one fucking bird. No, it but there was like six or eight birds. right behind them. Yeah. But there was one leading the way. You know, I had my eye on him. I got a little worried. You he didn't winked see at him me. Till this the motherfucker last winked at me. All right? <laughs> we had a connection, Tony. <laughs> and, you know, it, at first it was just the solo, and then like five or yeah, six more. Behind. Right behind. There's video of it. Yeah, there's, there's actual video evidence. Mm-hmm. And I got a little nervous because, you know, we need one bird. And if that bird comes in with a, a group of birds, your your chances of clipping another one along with it is pretty high. And it's like you don't want to go over the limit because consequently there's a story following this of right. why you don't want you to do want, that. You want to be a responsible hunter. Correct. Uh, you they they, they set limits for a reason. Right. You're supposed to abide by the rules. Yeah. So and, so, and, and it's me. I'm... Not the best shot. And I'm a rookie hunter. Paul is shitting bricks. I, I, I could, I, you know, I thrive under pressure. Okay. But this was a new type of thing. It's a, a different kind. Of it's a different kind of pressure. Yeah, exactly. Pressure. Yeah. Um, pressure. <laughs> so hey, Brent gives me the call. Kill hey, that bird, Paulo. Kill that bird. I pop up. Boom, boom. I'm like, oh my god, I've missed the first two. The bird's flying away. Thank God, I loaded my gun correctly. <laughs> And had know, the third shot. I had the experience from my friends that made fun of me enough for the first two days. <laughs> right? That I figured this thing out. Right? Boom. I take the third one. I didn't kill him. I injured the shit out of him. <laughs> you clipped it. <laughs> right? He falls. I get a round of applause from the rest of the crew. Proud moment. We're all done. You know, we take all the pictures. Pictures is 
Took just as long as hunting. Uh, to, oh, that it takes day, longer. That, I mean, they actually they actually set them up. They get some great pictures. They get some awesome. They're professionals pictures. at yeah. what I mean, they do. Oh, you got to, you got to, and especially their social media games. It's insane. Oh, it's uh, it's on point. I, I, <laughs> the whole time, me and Charlie like tag us. <laughs> just tag, tag us, us. Tag us. You know, please. You know, five minutes. We got three hundred likes. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that on my birthday. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I, I have a, you know, going back to you taking three shots, I always have, like, I don't wouldn't call it a theory. It's it's just what goes through my head when it's time to shoot. I get ready. The call gets made. I pop up. All right. I got three shells. Boom. Miss. Shit. There's only two left. Boom. Miss. Fuck. I got to make this one count. Boom. It's like, you feel confident with three, then you're at two. It's like, eh. Then that one, and it's like, oh shit, I better kill this fucking thing. See, my theory's different. I got three shells, and I'm unloading that motherfucker. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm it's popping co- up, and I'm just shooting. Oh yeah. First well, one starts thi- going down. I just start aiming the other direction. Well, the thing is, is like once you hit the one or miss the first one, the crane's just sitting still, pretty mm-hmm. much. It, it like realizes like, oh shit, get the yeah, fuck out of here. They're they're coming in, setting up into the wind. Right. So now they got to get themselves going. So they I got it, it was a little out. easier. So I didn't have to readjust too hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just kind of fixed it a little bit. You know, like you I shot said. three times in a four foot square. Right. And I got it. Got him. You did. Killed him. Killer. Well, I went low inside, low outside. And then, and then you know, right in the middle. You giving him yeah. a chance. I, you know, like a pitcher. Fair chance. You know, I, Fair I, chance. I'm, you know, I've been watching a little bit of baseball. I'm watching the pitching game. You know, I just want to. <laughs> You know, setting them up. Painting the corners. Yeah, exactly. Painting the corners. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we got them. Um, we do take all the pictures, you know, kind of figuring out how we're going to say goodbye to all the guys and everything. Um, and we start driving out of the field. Game warden. Game warden. Souvenir. Fuck. I'm tripping out. I'm nobody, like, nobody around there ever sees the game well, warden. You know, you're talking to, to the guys from the uh, final... Di- I'm not. Foul reality. Foul realities from... They're Illinois, two, Chicago, Michigan no, area. No, no, not Chicago. Not Chicago. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't. They're southern, right on the border. They're Southern uh, Illinois. Southern Illinois. Um, Shane was from the like the Detroit area. Right. Um, he lives in, God, what, some bumfuck Illinois or something. Ryan um, lived like not too far from Lake Erie. Yeah, and they, 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 you know, Josh was from Missouri with the dog. Right, yeah. Missouri. Right. Um, Travis, but, they, but all area. these guys were like. My whole life, maybe two, three times, I got pulled over by a game warden. And they know all of them. And they know them, right. Exactly. You said in California, two, three times a year. I get checked at least twice a year. Yeah, these guys were like my whole life, two, three times. Never. So It's insane. So the one, my first hunt, I'm coming out, and there's like a young game warden, looked like one of our ex-players, you know, checks everything. So we have to pull all the birds out. He checks all the licenses. And he checks Tony's license. And Tony just went hunting with Brent about, what, month? Like ago? two weeks before. Two and a half weeks before. Got a couple of deer. And I didn't fill out my first time hunting in Texas for deer. Didn't fill out the paperwork right on the back of my tags. The tags themselves for the deer were filled out properly. Right. But you often Was it like your address? You had to fill in your address? No, it was it was yeah. on the back of it. I had to put the county and the county where it was taken. On, the, oh, on my yeah. main tag. Um And so you got a yeah, so you said you got a souvenir. He gave me a souvenir. I got a citation. Just uh, a warning. Just, just a warning. Uh, he was cool about it because yeah, you know a lot blue. Of, I'm gonna frame it, put it yeah. in my man cave. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of game wardens could be could have been a real dick right well, there. Well, again, I, again, I think it was uh, Brent. Brent's like, hey, oh, yeah. this is my this is my gig. These are my the guys who hired me. You know, we'll set up the birds by everybody. Everyone pull out your paperwork, whatever you needed. But he kind of like he he paved the way. You know, right. smoothed he, it over. The dude, the dude was really nice. Yeah, I mean, really cool guy. I met I've met some game wardens in my time that are just fucking assholes, douchebags. You know. 
in in re- in reality, uh, a game warden is one of the most powerful law enforcement well, officers. Well, actually, Tony, weren't you saying it's the most dangerous job in Texas? It is. Yeah, they lose several every year. Um, game game wardens have the same authority as a police officer on the road. They can pull you over for moving violations. Oh wow! And they get you for the the um, the hunting and fishing and all that stuff so it's yeah, a, no, a, a fishing or hunting violation is huge they, it's, it's huge fines uh, oh yeah some uh, yeah they'll take your gun you lose your license for several years they can take your truck they can they can fucking oh, yeah, confiscate they, everything they can fuck you yeah oh yeah, yeah. so, so but, don't be a dick do yeah. a game warden yeah yeah we got but we had everything tied up pretty good yeah you know it was he, just a good day of hunting um and then we had clean birds uh, paul was afraid of dead birds well you know it was also cold Okay. That's why you had your gloves on? Tony bought me a fresh pair of Love's gas station leather gloves. And they came in very handy. I used them. Okay. Because those birds were dead. Oh, my God. There was a lot of sangre. That's blood in Spanish. (laughs) All right. Plus the goat heads. Goat goat heads and just, you know, uh, setting up the decoy or the blinds, you know, with a whole bunch of, if it was, whatever it was. I just had them on a lot. Yeah, so we're clean. We're cleaning birds, and I'm not, I'm not great at cleaning crane, but I'll, I'll dive in. I'm good at cleaning ducks. I can clean geese. Uh, I don't have the technique Brent does, but you know, I'm not worried about six it. Six to one. But he as, oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he but murdered he, he, me. That's what he, he does for he, a profession. He murdered me. Shit, yeah. he beat he beat the fouled reality guys with the, <laughs> with the, the oh, what is that thing, thing called? I, I, don't I don't know. That thing is like, it works great for duck and I'm geese. I'm sure it works great, but. It rips the body apart, and well, it's because it's. It, and then there's the splatter of blood, and then all of a the sudden, guts all over yeah. the place. Oh it was God. really cool. It was cool. It was like it handles it real quick, you know. Yeah, but uh, Brent Brent did all our birds before they fin- before they got halfway through their birds. <laughs> Tony bought a fucking straw cowboy hat from one of the gas stations. <laughs> it's an awesome hat. It, it, it fits you well. I'm gotta find some spurs. Yeah, I guess it's where it is. I like your ma- I like your imaginary ones better. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony pulled a couple of crane feathers out and put it in long. my hat. Yeah, it was, you know, but that was really the hunting we did. And then, then we had to face the eighteen-hour uh, drive home Ugh. with so, someone who doesn't know how to drive in the rain. I'll go for it. We I, I, people people slow down in the driver. rain. I go for it. It's flooding. Drive no no winter wipers on. I'm texting Sean from the back seat. We're if he slams dead. on the brake, it's going to be like the teacups at Disneyland. We are just going to spin around this place and end up in the medium. Yeah, we were fucking dead. I was covering ground. You All were right. going 95 in the fucking downpouring Boom. rain. Without windshield wipers. Boom. I'm dangerous. That's how I do it. Do that yeah. by yourself. Yeah, we've seen you trying to load <laughs> the you gun. Said- You're dangerous. <laughs> You're a killer for oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so don't get me wrong. It was, <laughs> and did I pull an extra day out of my wife? Absolutely. It was gnarly weather. You know, it was it, it was gnarly weather. It, it was, was gnarly. we we stopped and we stopped at a, stop. so we stopped at a casino after after Paulo's after Paulo's one hour driving. I took over. I covered some distance. Though. You didn't cover that much distance. I, you drove, I went through you, the weather. You fucking drove from. I got through the storm. Bum fuck. The distance you covered was about four inches of my underwear that were shoved so far up my ass because <laughs> <laughs> you drive terrible. So I, I drove from Lordsburg, New Mexico, to Chandler, Arizona. That was like three hundred and something miles. We found it. We first we were like, all right, we're gonna charge it. What are we gonna do? We had inclement weather for several hundred miles, probably from Southwest Texas, gnarly all, weather, all gnarly. the way through New Mexico. Oh. And it's like, nah, 
we I was Tony was driving at the time and no yeah Tony was driving and I was uh on the Google machine checking out looking for some uh some places to stay found a couple of options we could have stayed in New Mexico but we would have had to leave really early to beat the Phoenix traffic so we drove all the way to Chandler Arizona stayed at uh Wild Horse Pass Cas- Wild, Wild Pass Wild Horse Pass Casino, Casino Resort. Resort. It, yeah. It was a nice place. It was nice. You know, there's a reason why it's nice. They're, uh, you know. They're doing well. Their slot machines don't pay out one bit. Oh. Oh, no. Not at all. I got raped. Yeah, they're, they're, is it, is it. Still walking fair, normal, though. Is it fair to say they're rapers? <laughs> <laughs> rapers of money? Anyway, we stayed in a nice casino. Broke the day up. We weren't too stressed. Fuck. Yeah, we stayed at a nice casino, but goddamn, Tony and I shared a double bed. <laughs> I know. It was a twin. It there was nothing wrong with you guys. There nothing a, wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. There was a third in the other bed. And I just want to thank you guys. You know, I don't know what it was. One of you, but you guys slept together. Though, uh, shared a bed, not slept together. And I had the bed, uh, one bed to myself. The Big, whole biggest guy gets a bed to himself. That's cool. And that's why I get away. Uh, <laughs> that night was rough. Between the two grizzly bears snoring, I got an hour's sleep. It was, I could not go to sleep. The noise was so bad. I didn't know it was that bad of a snore. I, that just happened when I gained the weight because I used to not snore. You're fucking. Oh you, oh, you put on some weight? Just a bit. Yep. Oh, yep. thank you, Tony. Tony is one of my biggest uh, motivators. To gain more weight? To lose, gain. Just, you know, like, let's, he he lets me know it's there. Hefty, hefty, <laughs> and I appreciate hefty. It. Yeah. When, when I throw on a new jacket, it's a windbreaker. No, no. It's a hefty bag. <laughs> well, it was black. I thought it was. It was. It looked like one. It's got oh, the pull shit. string and everything. <laughs> no, but we make it back into California Saturday. Yeah. Right? It was Saturday. It was, it was one of the best trips. You know, I cannot, you know, re, you know, I'm just super blessed that it was you two guys I got to go with because, shoot, you're one of my best friends. I look up to you a ton. And, you know, even though, you know, we killed and it was fun, just hanging out with the guys hunting even though it lasted like 20 minutes that's what it's all about oh my gosh you know don't get me wrong is it a pretty penny yeah but it's worth it and if you're going to go to west texas and you want to kill something because you're telling me about california you got to get in tune with brent you know his outfit is awesome i will get am i forgetting it right now premier sand hills yep yep look them up google big spring texas big spring texas it's the truth yeah. Like, I don't want to do anything in California other than go back to Texas and hunt there. And on top of it, the meat's delicious. You're going to eat good. You know, you're not going to kill a mallard and, don't get me wrong, you could eat it, right? But it's not <laughs> Sandhill Crane. Yes, you could eat it. But it's not Sandhill Crane. No, it's not no, Sandhill Crane. It, you know it would what I mean? be a duck instead of a crane. Right. Completely but I'm different about species. I understand. They look completely different. But people don't kill crane that, you know, when you're a waterfowler, you don't. You're killing ducks and geese. Yeah. You're not killing crane yeah. on the regular. Yeah, because you can only kill them in like 11 states, I think. Correct. But when they do, I mean, the guys from Foul Reality seen the meat on those things, and they were quite impressed. Oh, yeah. They will come back and hunt grain again. You know, oh, it just tastes so good. I cannot wait. Um, But that was, it was a heck of experience. You know, Premier it, Sand Hills, hanging, you know, and on top of it, just, a, you know, to have a good group of guys that we've never met, you know, a, a TV show. Just having all that stuff, it was one of the best times I've had in a long time. And you know. that's what it's really about, you know, the the numbers and the birds and the kills and all that. You know that that's minimal compared to the experience 
that you gain from your outing. The camaraderie. The, yeah. I mean, the 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 laughing, the the drinking, the having good meals. Yeah, just the it's, bullshit and. All I wanted to do was just you know, I, Lincoln's only twenty months, 20, 19 months old, and I'm just thinking about like, hey, when he's seven, eight years old, you know, teaching him, you know, showing him the ways, and you know, hopefully I'm a lot better by then. Yeah. You know, so I don't. Or instead of be like, hey, Lincoln. Go be like, hey, Uncle Foy, <laughs> what's wrong with my gun? Because if he asks me, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. No, it it really is. It's one of those things that, you know, you can pass down to your kids or your nephews and nieces. And it's just getting them started at a young age, just developing the bond and the love for the sport. Because it really is a sport. And, you know, it's something you really have to work at. It's not something you're just going to roll out and be really good at. And it's outside. It's not sitting there looking at the computer, you know playing some stupid game i can uh, see how people prioritize and put this in front of a lot of stuff and make time for it yeah it, it's it's a commitment it, it really is a commitment it's a lot of fun yeah. uh, josh is taking his boys when we leave for texas at the beginning of january yeah which i'm excited for his boys to go yeah and then uh we might be making another extra trip out there and taking sean's boy grayson yeah he, which he could, i think would be cool yeah he could uh he could potentially pop his crane cherry this year um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Hunting, hunting's a lifestyle that, you know, depending on where you're from, I mean, you can really embrace it and just take off with it. It is, it is what you make it, you know, you got to get out there. You got to put in the time, you got to put the miles in because, you know, it's, it's not one of those things that's easy. You know, it's, you pick things up as you go along. I'm like, for me, for example, I've been waterfowl hunting for like 20 years and, you know, starting out, I sucked. I mean, I'm still not great by any stretch of the imagination. You know, you can always get better. You can always improve your craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like duck calling. Took me five years just to be able to semi-decently blow a duck call. So, I got an awesome duck call as a gift from, from Foy. Oh. Oh, but I'm like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I'm terrible. Playing the bugle, huh? No, yeah. I'm really bad. Oh, that's it, funny. It's just It's just one of those things, you know, it's... You know, you fall in love with it, it's over. It's like a drug. It's so addicting that it's, you know, you only have so much time out of the year where you can hunt. And with us, there's even less time because hunting season runs right right through football. And so, you know, we miss out on a lot of the dove, the deer, um, some of the quail season, if you're into that kind of stuff. Me, I'm all about that waterfowl. I mean, duck, goose, uh, to me, there's nothing better. I mean, you can go on these big white tail elk hunts. I'm sure those are great. You know, they're going to cost you a lot more money. You're going to get more meat out of it. But to me, nothing nothing beats a good waterfowl hunt. I agree. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, hey, Sean, I don't know if you know, this is our 30th episode. <laughs> Who would have thunk, right? We, we've done 30. Um, you know, let's just keep on trucking. It's been pretty fun. I just want to ask some questions. Here we go. You ready? Sure. Let's name some popular 30s. Right off the top of your head, any any one number thirty, uh, n- a number thirty. No, Tony, you got anybody? I was thinking Thirty Rock, the TV show. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, I'm a big uh, Terrell Davis fan. Okay, TD. Wasn't uh, Brian Mitchell number thirty for the Eagles, or is he number thirty six? Oh yeah, he was thirty six. Oh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. You number know, thirty. Number thirty. Yeah, he's a good one. Uh. And I can't really. That's it for me. That's it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but hey, again, I want to throw a big shout out and mad love to Brett Folks with Premier Sandhills. 
you know, like I said, great setup. You know, get a hold of him. Brent Folks, not Brett Folks. Brett Favre Folks. <laughs> okay. Hey, Pialo. Hey. And, and by the end of it, everyone knew my name. Everybody everyone, knew how to say it. Yeah, exactly. Um, one, again, big love to the Fouled Reality guys, uh, Blake, Ryan, Josh with Brookstone, Kennels, Shane and Travis, just killers. Yeah. Oh wait, and Shane, he's got what's his? Uh... He's a barbecue dude out of Southern Illinois. No, oh, that's Travis. Travis. Okay. Travis got barbecue in Southern Illinois. It's supposed to be legit. <laughs> yeah. I, little tip from Travis too. Uh, there's a fine line between Southern Illinois and Missouri, right? It's where the sweet tea where runs the out. Sweet tea ends. And you know, if you ask for sweet tea, they'll just give you some sugar packets. <laughs> and if you tell them any different, they'll just look at you weird. So if you know that, you kind of know Travis. So. Heck of a guy, resembles um, who is it, Sean? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, a ton. Um, and if you check out the YouTube's of uh, Foul Reality, you can see his dad's uh, land that he's got out there, and they're just kill. They're doing the timber hunt in yeah. Arkansas. In Arkansas, uh, really cool. Go back to Shane. Shane Blackwell. He also guides uh, conservation hunts in the springtime for snow geese out of Willow, uh, Willow Creek Outfitters, and that's in Rockport, Illinois, I think. Um, and Tony and I and Paulo. I'm going. We've already 2020. We've already committed next February. I'm a killer. We've already committed next February for um ten man uh conservation snow goose hunt. Um, so check that out. Willow Creek Waterfowl. They're on Facebook. If you're interested in snow goose hunting, you know, check them out. Um, Travis. Uh, Travis was a great dude. Um, yeah, all the guys. All the guys. Were, were all the great. guys. Were Josh. Great. Like I said, mad love to all those guys. But I'm going to throw the biggest love, big heart hand signals to our man, Tony Armenta, for making this show coming through. I'm going to give you 10 seconds, Tony. What you got? I don't have a whole bunch. I just wanted to say I had a great time. Anybody who wants to go waterfowl hunting, sand crane hill, sand hill crane hunting, Brent Falks, Big Springs, Texas, great guy. You'll have a good time. All right. Hey, that's our 30th episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hit hey. the music, Paula. We out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm going to show you how to do it. And we start real slow. You just put your lips together.